0: I'm E.G. Marshall, principal of this little dread schoolhouse, where our curriculum consists of lessons in mystery, suspense, and the macabre. We say they were giants, those founding fathers of ours, and indeed they were, giants of intellect, morality, and ability, but they were also human giants, bedeviled by human problems. Tormented by heedless children, persecuted by jealous enemies, embarrassed by foolish friends, and even haunted by ghosts. It's a ghost, John. It must be a ghost. There is no such thing as a ghost. I heard him. You're talking like a woman, Abigail. And what does that mean? Well, it it shows that no matter how intelligent a woman may be, in the end she has certain weaknesses that, that... well, there is no such thing as a ghost. What What's that? Oh, tell me there's no such thing as a ghost. Well uh, oh, uh Well what, uh, John? Uh, Are you about to start talking like a woman, too? especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Marion Seldes and Michael Wager. If you were to say to John Adams, you can't tell the players without a scorecard, naturally this great American wouldn't know what you mean. But if somehow you could explain it, He would fix you with that level, steadfast look of his and say that you couldn't tell the players even with a scorecard. Here was John Adams in 1784 getting more flack from our recent French ally than from our former English enemy. Here he was, ambassador to Paris from the United States. And nobody really quite knew just what the United States was or were. His colleagues, Franklin and Jefferson were great men, as we all know, but very difficult to live with. His wife, Abigail, insisted that she couldn't run the embassy properly on his meager salary, and when he asked the Congress for more money, their answer was to cut his wages. In addition, their rented chateau, a place called Auteuil, was haunted by a ghost. But all Where's he heard him? Which one is Henri, Abigail? Henri is the one who cleans the floors. When did anyone ever clean the floors in this place? Well, Henri does the best he can. This isn't good enough. Now, dear, about the ghost, there is no such thing as a ghost. Let us discuss this rationally. How can you possibly discuss a thing like a ghost? Rationally, it's a contradiction in terms. John, you simply cannot close your mind. Are you telling me you actually believe that... I am telling you what Henri says. I see an illiterate French peasant has suddenly become a respected authority on the supernatural. Why don't you talk to him? How can I speak to him? I don't speak his language. Ah, but he speaks yours. I noticed that. You noticed what? Uh, aha, he speaks yours. The ah of reproach. See how this humble, uneducated man takes the trouble to learn your language while you will not bother to learn his. That isn't what I meant to say. But now that I hear it, I must say, I agree with it. I am far too busy to study this, this exercise in nasality. But, darling, you are the ambassador. Not exactly. I am the minister, plenipotentiary. And Mr. Benjamin Franklin is the ambassador. Well, actually, Mr. Franklin is the ambassador emeritus. I wish Mr. Franklin would go home to Philadelphia, where I understand he is worshipped. Mr. Franklin is coming to dinner. Oh, no. Why are you so stuffy this afternoon, John? It's so unlike you. I've been away from Boston too long. Now, about Henri and his ghost. I don't wish to talk about Henri and his ghost. What is there that I can say to this superstitious servant who... Why don't you listen to him first? Lee, Monsieur Adams. I have heard him. How do you know it's him? It's a voice over him. And what does he say? He he says nothing. Well, well, this is a fuss, over nothing. John. Well, how can he hear him if he says nothing? He he says something, but but I do not understand him. Uh, Does he speak French? Français, no. Does he speak English? Hungary, no. Then what does he speak? He speaks... He speaks ghosts ghost. Yes, ghost language. Oh, there's a ghost language. Oh, yes, monsieur Adams. for what is this ghost language? And where do you hear this alleged language? Oh, I hear him all over. But where? Particularly in, in the library, in the bedrooms and all over. How can I get rid of a ghost? You must call in a witch. A witch? Yes, the witch. Comes in as is a charm, and the and the ghost runs away. Why? Because the ghost is frightened. Oh, now look, my good man, there is no such thing as a ghost, and I think you had better get back to work. My uncle, he says the same thing, and one morning he is found. Rotten. If you spent more time getting the place clean as you are paid to do instead of weaving these impossible fables about ghosts... Abby, I... The master will give this matter his full consideration and we shall rid the house of the ghost. Uh, thank you, madam. And you may finish cleaning the floor. Uh, I, I go, madam. Now, happy gale. I do not relish being called the master as if I were some feudal aristocrat. Ah, but your dear friend Tom Jefferson is a feudal aristocrat back home. And he is called master by hundreds of slaves. We are not discussing Tom Jefferson. We are discussing a matter of gross superstition. Why must I indulge him in this superstitious nonsense? To make my life easier. What does this have to do with you? One day, my dear, there will be another revolution. A revolution of the women. Oh, what a nest of women have to revolt about. It will come in a far away future. I shall not live to see it. My dear, I do wish you would stay to the subject. Although you change it so many times, I confess that I am at a loss to know where exactly we are. Call in a witch and have this demon, this ghost. This figment of all imagination, well, Whatever it is, properly exercised from the premises. It does, at the lower elements, no good to reinforce their superstition. Perhaps not, but it will do me good. All oh, this story has infected the entire staff. I want you to go along with this mumbo-jumbo before they all run away. Oh, let them. We can hire others. But no one will want to work here. Oh, please, John. Hire a witch. Do... do realize... Them. What would happen if, if a word of this reached home? I'd be I'd be the laughing stock of the country. thing can be done for a single silver franc, Jefferson. What will Jefferson say? I will tell Henri to find a witch and have her here tomorrow. I forbid it, John. I cannot maintain this house without servants. I can't entertain at official dinners, and I insist. I will not reinforce the dark ignorance of the human race, John. please. I have nothing more to say. This is a matter of housekeeping. It doesn't concern you. Whatever lessens the dignity and the sanity of the human race concerns me. You're not making a speech before the Congress. Oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, John. I, I just realize how I sound. Um, well, I realize how I must have sounded. Good. Let's compromise. And call in a witch. No, I cannot permit it. Do you understand? And I can no longer be mistress of this embassy. Yes, I realize that, and therefore I shall resign the post. Charles, this is... This is an abyss, my dear. Each of us is standing on a principle. But you can choose to resign. But I cannot choose to be party to the dark barbarism of the Middle Ages. I cannot sanction witchcraft. (laughs) The truth of the matter is the French do not wish for us to sign a treaty with England. John, come to bed. And neither Franklin nor Jefferson can see We've it. had enough politics for one night. But have Franklin to bed. Can't we talk about it in the morning? Jefferson is so grateful to France. John, I am very must Tom, understand that we did more for France than France did for us. One what? day everyone will understand it, but tonight. France might... and England are mortal enemies. Our independence is a body blow to England. Why do you and Franklin and Jefferson argue so ceaselessly? Each of you has already stated his position. I intend to go back to Boston. Yes, Retire from political life. Of course. And to the farm. That would be nice. Practice a little law. Certainly. You don't believe what I'm saying. <laughs> Not a word of it. Yes? Uh, Madame. What is it, Pauline? Uh, Madame, I... I am frightened. Of what? The ghost. Which ghost? Oh, I would assume it's the same one. Oh, now somebody has to put his foot down. John, young woman. Monsieur? There is no such thing as a ghost. Oh, monsieur, one does not make the joke about, about the ghost. It is silly, nonsensical superstition, and I have had quite enough. Now, as master of this house... I order you to get to your bed and have yourself a full night's sleep in order that you may be fit for your duties in the morning. Is that understood? But, Monsieur... That will be all good night, not another word. You may leave. You have just transformed a problem into a disaster. You told me these people were peasants. And so I thought I would speak like a master. They can't accept you as a master. They can't? Why not? Well, it, it has to do with the customs of the country. I am becoming rather satiated with the customs of this country. You do not behave like the master of a chateau. Well, proud of them. Well, master. a true gentleman of the blood would have, in addition to his wife, a mistress. I'm not old enough. Perhaps, Perhaps. when I reach Mr. Franklin's age... Oh, John, tomorrow morning, please, hire a witch. Why? Oh, it, it can't be morning. Listen. What? What is that? That? It's your imagination. You don't hear it? Yes, it, it is. I, I think so. Well, is it your imagination, too? No. My grandfather and my aunt. They'd tell us children stories about John, i Oh, dear Abigail, it, 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 it's impossible. it's impossible. gloomy, frightening house. Who knows what crimes may have been committed here? Abigail, there <laughs> no <look>. such <laughs> a ghost. Then why is your hand shaking? Daylight, in safe, secure, and familiar surroundings, there is never such a thing as a ghost. But in the dead of the night, in a strange country, in a large, gloomy house, one can never really be sure. We have never had in this country a more down to earth, sensible pair than John and Abigail Adams. But they've never had occasion to spend a night like this one, either. I shall return very shortly with Act Two. It isn't easy to be a man of intelligence and integrity, to speak one's mind and stand on principle at a time when men are valued for their flexibility nor is it easy to be a woman of wisdom and candor at a time when women were valued purely for decorative and pleasurable purposes. And so we have described John and Abigail Adams. And these two intelligent and rational people are now having what can be described as a crisis of confidence. Each would insist there is no such thing as a ghost. I am going to find out. Let me come with you. No, no, you stay in bed. No. I'll settle this once and for all. Hey, John, do we have a pistol? Now, when did we ever have a pistol in this house? But you have to have something to... to, to rob this fireplace poker. It's suppose the place is being robbed. What is it that we really care about? That can't be a thief. Thieves would be quiet. I'll go see. Oh. 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 John, John! Oh, oh! My, my head just lie quietly, my dear. You have a rather large bump on your head. What, what happened? I, I don't know. I found you lying on the floor in the hallway. The servants helped me to put you to bed. The Servant. Especially Henri. Everyone is anxious to know what Monsieur Adam, of ghosts now. I remember. I I heard that noise and then somebody screamed. That was Pauline. She heard the ghost and she was frightened. I ran into the hallway. Something hit me on the head. Who? Oh. It didn't have to be a who. It could have been a... a well, I, I could have run into that low ceiling beam near the stairwell... Something was making that noise. Oh, John, may we have only call in a witch. Abby, I... Dear, what harm can it do? If there's no such thing as a ghost, then all we've lost is a single silver franc. But if there is Now, now Abby, please... May... John, it's the only way that I'll be able to keep the servant. All oh, right. But no one must know. I'll be silent. Silent as the grave. That a fortunate figure of speech. John, Uh, uh, this is Madame Pina Monsieur. How do you do? And, uh, you are purported to be a witch? (laughs) Purported? What does monsieur mean, purported? I am a witch. Well, I... Monsieur is a politician. I am a witch whose profession is older and more honorable. Well, what can you do for us, Madame Pinifest? The noise you hear is Duke Dormant. How do you know? He was strangled in the chateau. Why? It was 200 years ago. He was the queen's lover he came to visit him here. They were betrayed. These things happen. But if he's dead... What uh... can I say, monsieur? We are told that those who are killed for love never really die. Ah, so he wanders about the chateau, does he? Yes, monsieur. Wandering and wailing for his lost love. And how do you propose to dispose of him? That, monsieur... Is my own secret. There are tricks to every trade. I do not ask how you employ yours. Accord me the similar courtesy. Ah, Count of land. Madame uh, said to wait for you here, Monsieur Adam. Welcome, Your Excellency, to what? Do I owe the honor? This is it, Monsieur. I think we might discuss your rental of several French frigates of war, Your Excellency. We have no ah, need. Ah. Pre- you have no navy to speak of at present, and the Algerine pirates. Oh. Well, yes, we we do have trouble with the pirates on the Barbary coast, and since the building of a battle fleet is, of course prohibitively expensive. We are aware of the problems involved. It will be difficult to raise funds through taxation. Your countrymen uh, cannot seem to agree on the necessity to tax Virginia planters and Pennsylvania farmers in order to protect the interests of New England merchants. Sir, this is our internal affair. Naturally. Besides, we have other sources of revenue. Have you? I, um. I am given to understand that the Prussian loan is encountering difficulty. Oh, you, sir. It is common knowledge. Well, I must be going. Good day, monsieur. Such lovely weather. Yes. Thank you. John, Tom Jefferson is in the library. Good, we have business. But you and I and Nabby and Colonel Smith were to go riding this afternoon. John... He wants to marry her. Fine, Mr. Tom Jefferson, and I reached a meeting of the mines. John, I said Colonel Smith wants to marry your daughter. Later. No, they don't want to wait. Do you know what Tom Jefferson is doing? He is selling us out to France. Oh, John, it's, it's impossible. Who's defending? Should yes. he defend Tom Jefferson? I disagree completely with his manners, his morals, his philosophy. But I like, and I believe he's sincere. Abigail. He has become a creature of the French, and I can prove it. Well, John, why did you want to see me, Tom? We must have this out. Hmm? What? Well, George Washington won't live forever. Hamilton, too unpopular personally. Hancock, they think nobody really thinks they have enough. Enough of what? Buzz. Uh, that's slippery. What is all this, John? This is the talk that's going on at home. This is how people are thinking and speculating. It's going to come down to a fight between you and me. What kind of a fight? Power. Who is going finally to rule our country? I never thought much about it one way or the other. You want the truth, John. I think you're more qualified. You do a better job of it. Maybe you think that, but your friends, your... Federalist friends Won't let you think that way forever They'll let you on for their own purposes Don't you have the same kind of friends that I do, John? Yes, and all with access to grind And I shall be the victim of my friends, too And it has to be this way, Tom Why? You and I We are on opposite sides of every question One of us has to prevail Maybe not Maybe the people will split the differences between us uh, Maybe they will but still, we have to fight it out. We can fight as friends, John? No. You have already betrayed me and the country. Uh, be careful what you're saying, John. Oh, stop talking like a southern aristocrat. What do you propose to do? Challenge me? How dare you accuse me of betrayal? You and I were sitting in this room night before last. We spoke to the progress of the Prussia negotiations. Yes. I had confidential information that things were going badly. You and I were the only ones in the city of Paris who knew it all. So I thought this morning the Count de Vérenne tried to use that fact to strengthen France's bargaining position. Well, what does that have to do with me? Well, if you didn't tell him who did, Ben Franklin was also in the room. When I read the dispatches from Prussia, Ben Franklin had fallen asleep. Oh, what makes you think I told Vergine? Your friendship for France is notorious. I am grateful to France for helping us overthrow the British yoke. Would you have us exchange the British yoke for one made in Paris? I am here to represent the interests of my country. You were the only one who could have told us then. But I didn't do it. On my word of honor. What am I saying? Why am I trying to insist on something that should be beyond question? My integrity? How dare. Tom, we worked on the Declaration of Independence together. How could you even accuse me? Tom, oh, I'm sorry. I. I don't know what to think. Some. Someone is betraying our secrets. Does anyone else know? No one. Are you sure? Can you? swear that not one other single solitary soul yes I, I can swear. Well will what? Abigail mouse. Abigail? Well have no secrets from Abigail. But these are matters of government secrets. I know, but Abby is my counsellor. Abby is only a woman only a woman yes but I share everything with her is it possible no I, I can't say it Abby could never can you forgive me Tom I'll have to I'm sure I'll be forced to think to say certain things in the future for which you'll have to forgive me but how could Vergen have found out I don't know Unless the walls, have you? No, that's impossible, John. Who can say, Tom, after all? These are French walls. John. Oh, did did I wake you, my dear? You know I always wait up for you. How was your day? Well, Tom Jefferson and I will somehow manage to live as friendly rivals. The British are impossible. The French are unreasonable. They are unmovable. The Prussians are inscrutable. How was your day? Well, we got through it somehow. Has oh, our sorceress managed to exercise the ghost? So far, the staff seems quiet. You could have told their sure. Perhaps the courier. No, oh, no. I would stake my life on his loyalty. Well, it's a problem we should sleep on. After all, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. I agree. I thought our witch took care of all that. <laughs> no, that's my grandpa. Penifest. Something. Uh, 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 Someone. Suck her down. I have the servants uh, fetch water and bandages. You won't get any servants to come into this room. I'll go myself. No. Help me! Help me! No, no, no! Just try to be quiet, madam. It's true. It's true. What? What? What is true? There is. I never believed, but but there is such a thing. Because I saw him. You go so 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 home. The, the, the ghost. Madame. The Madame ah. 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 Madam speak to me, speak, sir. Say something, ma'am. Oh. Oh. That's twice, the ghost. that ghost? Well, we have the word of perhaps the foremost authority, a witch. Who would know more about the subject? You'll get to know a great deal more when I return in just a few moments with Act 3. Once again, what is so clear... In the bright daylight becomes shadowy and blurred in the dim rays of the moon. Madame Phinepest, a sorceress who has been employed by the Adamses to exercise a ghost obviously has been exercised herself. And this is no time to ask John and Abigail if they really do believe in ghosts. She... She is... dead? Yes, but how? How did she die? Well, I, she. I, I saw her lying on the floor. But I assumed she'd been struck down, but I, I know there isn't a single mark of violence. Then how did she die? Someone, something must. Now have... so we heard her scream. We both heard her. And, and what was she muttering when we came in here? The ghost a ghost. Oh, yes, and something else. There is such a thing as a ghost. That's what she said. You see, she never really believed in it herself. To her it was just a way of making money. But then at the very end she saw a ghost and it killed her. She... How? Well, she may have died of fright. Look... look at the absolutely terrified expression on her face. Have you ever seen her human countenance. I see it. But I don't believe it killed her. Why not? Because she didn't really believe in ghosts. She wasn't an ignorant, superstitious person. Neither are you, neither am I. But we've been having our doubts lately. What is this? It's been clutched in her hand. A piece of cloth. It must be a ghostly vest. Part of the shroud worn by the unfortunate late Duc de Ormond. No, 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 not this. Look, it's it's, it's muslin cloth. But ghosts do wear shrouds of muslin, don't they? John, this cloth is fresh, No. That proves that she was attacked and she tried to fight. We had better call the authorities. Uh, for what purpose had you employed this woman? We, uh, well, uh, we were having trouble with a ghost, Monsieur Commissioner. Ah, so, uh, make a note of that, Sergeant. The house is haunted, then? It would appear to be. If the ghost killed her. Oh. <laughs> if the ghost killed her. Oh, surely, Monsieur, you cannot believe in ghosts. Monsieur Adams, I have an open mind on the subject thing, if it's not... It's not what? Possible? Yes. You and madame say you heard the thing yourself. Well, we may have heard the wind whistling through the chimney. Surely, monsieur commissioner, you are a man like yourself. You cannot believe in ghosts. Monsieur, as a police officer, I must adhere to the facts. And these are the only facts we have. Well, then, at present, what do you propose to do? Nothing. A woman has been murdered. Uh, the physician who examined her could find no mark or sign of violence. But something must be done. I ask you, monsieur, what? If the deed was committed by a ghost, how do we proceed against him? But, monsieur, there is a more convenient explanation. Convenient? Well, perhaps uh, satisfactory. The woman was over 80. It is entirely possible she died of old age. Yes, that would satisfy everyone. Uh, Sergeant, write that she died of old age. The most respectable killer of all. Why, why do you insist on walking outdoors this? Because, my dear, we must have a talk, no. A John, confidential talk. Please. There is a ghost. Oh, no, 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 Abigail, not you. And I can prove it. Oh. oh, please explain it before we catch our death. John, I want you to make up the most far fetched story you can think of. Why? About politics. And tell it to me in the library. But I don't understand. The more impossible, the better. But why? John. Afraid if I tell you, you won't do it. But you'll have to tell me eventually. I won't have to tell you. Then how will I ever know? Oh, you'll find out. Now, please, let's go back to the library. And you must tell me the story with a straight face, in the utmost confidence. It must be a very serious matter. You must play your part to perfection. My dear, I I I'm not an actor. No, but you're something even better. You are a lawyer. uh, Abigail, this is incredible. Really? Yes, this message I have just received from St. Petersburg. Really, my dear? Yes, from Count Ramunsev, a confidential minister to the court. But what have we to do with the Russians? Well, the Count believes our two countries have a great deal in common. I can't imagine what. Well, no, the Russians are established on the western end of our continent. We may one day become very close neighbors. We share a common border. I hadn't thought of that. France, as you know, holds extensive territories to the south, and they fear she will try to expand. Oh? Yes, and and the Russians would rather have us for a neighbor than the French. Well, that makes considerable common sense. And so they are willing to lend us money to aid in our expansion, provided... Provided? Uh, 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 Provided we break off all relations with the French. Oh, I see. A Russian alliance. What an interesting possibility. Tom, your early dinner isn't for an hour yet. You needn't expect me to dine in this house? Tom, Mama, what is it? You accused me of selling out to France. And all the time you were scheming to betray us to Russia. Me? You needn't look so innocent... I've been told that you're in correspondence with the court at St. Petersburg. For what purpose? How can you ally us to the most, the most tyrannical ruler in Europe? Who, who told you I was in correspondence with the Russians? are uh, a confidential source. The Calteville, then. How did you know? I shall explain it at dinner. And you say this ghost? Or whatever Overhears our conversation And reports it to De Viget. That is our ghost That sound Where's it coming from? The library And Now There he goes now Where? Obviously he's leaving the house Well let us settle this thing, John No, let me go first Oh no Oh no danger I shall have two scout gentlemen To protect me now, let me open the door. Hand me the candelabra. Now, look. Where? Just to the right of the fireplace. You see? On the floor. Foot- footprints. Yes. Those oh, are footprints, outlined in white powder. Yes. A lady's face powder. Huh? Cornstarch powder. I sprinkled some on the floor. Someone seems to have walked out of the wall. That wall, it must have a false entrance, a a hidden panel. We should be in no trouble finding it. Now, now that we know what to look for, uh, there must be a hidden release. Here, tap against every part of the wall. That's it. Keep tapping all over. panel was opening. Listen, the ghost noise. There can't be a ghost inside. Or can there? It's a long, long passageway feel the breeze. That's what it is, John, the breeze. The breeze whistling through the passageway when the panel is open. That's what makes the noise. Are you sure, Tom? The Polish panel's closed. i see? The... The air is no longer rushing along the passage. Then the noise is created when when the ghost or whoever enters and leaves. And that's why Madame Benitez was frightened to death. She encountered him. It is the Duc d'Orman wandering about his ancestral home. Or is it a spy who reports all our conversations to the Duc de Gapin? Tom, shall you help me find out? Gladly. But How? The ghost is on his way, obviously, to report to the Count that you and I have had a serious difference of opinion. Let us retire to the dining room and finish our dinner. Give him an opportunity to return tomorrow for his regular evening spy work. It is no secret. What is no secret, Count Levin? That your country's existence... ...is threatened by factional strife. Factional strife may be a sign of vigorous national health. Oh, my dear Adams. Now, suppose France supports your side. My side. Suppose we give you money, even troops, in the event of civil war. Assuming all you say is true, why support me? We would support a solid, uh, conservative person uh, such as yourself. Do I make myself clear? I must say, sir, you seem to have a most incisive grasp of the situation. We have excellent sources of information. So I see. A word to the wise. Consider it. Indeed, sir. I shall. I fear, Mr. Jefferson, that further discussion between us is pointless. I shall write to the Congress. They must choose between you and me. Ah, it's all right in the same manner. I have no intention of listening to further lies and slander on your part. And I have no intention of remaining a moment longer under this roof. Allow me to show you the door, sir. Well, if our ghost was there, we gave him an earful. If he was there... If you gentlemen stage your call... I'll mean, yeah, You shouldn't be here. Why not? Please, it might be dangerous. But it was all my idea. You know, Abigail, sometimes it's difficult for me to believe you're a woman. <laughs> I accept that as the sincerest compliment you're capable of, Tom. <laughs> it was so intended. <laughs> Listen, yes. I'm a ghost bestirs himself. Right. Hamble is just Right. Yes. Yes, yes, No. What? Why, it's, well. it's the police commissioner. Madame. Monsieur. It's your service. What? What? What am I doing here? Ah, yes, you, uh, you well may ask. And we are asking. You see, I am conducting a, an official investigation. Indeed, sir. Uh, yes. Uh, there have been allegations... Of uh, a ghostly presence on these premises. And so, since ghosts are. Uh, yes? Are, uh, ghosts are what? Uh, ghosts are illegal. You could have told us you were on the premises No, sir, but it was a confidential investigation. I understand. Have you found the ghost? No, Abigail, nor uh, do I think the Commissioner ever will. Will you agree with me, Commissioner, that the ghost would seem to have left these premises for good? Uh, yes, Monsieur, it uh, it would seem that way. And and we'll mention it to no one, uh, not even to Monsieur le Comte de Vergennes. Oh, that uh, would be appreciated, Madame. Uh, besides, the library appears to be too draughty a place in which to discuss various matters in the future. I understand, Monsieur. So I don't think that the ghost will be entertained by the conversation of Mr. Adams and his friends anymore. I uh, understand. Monsieur, madame, good night. Good night. Well, that's the end of our ghost. I think. That noise. Panel you'll be be open. close it. it's the wind roaring through the passageway. John, look. The panel. It's closed. It's not. The wind its, it's... Now, now, Abigail, oh. I am sure there must be a reasonable explanation. I'm sure there was. But John and Abigail Adams never found it. Within a few months, they received orders from the Congress which transferred them to England, where John Adams became the first American ambassador to the court of St. James. And if you think he had problems in Paris, when he arrived in London, he really... Oh, but uh, that's another story. I'll be back with a sidelight on this one in just a moment. There's something almost well, uh, I can't say supernatural about Adams and Jefferson. Natural enemies. They were warm friends. They outlived all the other heroes of the revolution. They became the grand old men of the new country of the United States of America. And America became a fusion of their opposing ideas. And if you really want something to think about, they both died on the exact same day the 4th of July of 1826, on the 50th anniversary of the Republic. Our cast included Michael Wager, Marion Seldes, Court Benson,